The Food and Drug Administration has now given the green light to pharmacies like CVS and Walgreens to dispense the abortion pill by prescription. And pro-lifers are planning protests at these pharmacies in the coming weeks and months. Will it be effective? Will these protests keep these pharmacies from dispensing the abortion drug? And does the pro-life movement have the endurance, the staying power, to make this effort effective? We'll have answers today on The Mark Harrington Show. My guest today is Eric Scheidler, and he is the executive director for the Pro-Life Action League. And we're going to be talking about these protests that are going to be happening here in the next coming in, in the next few weeks at pharmacies across America that are going to be dispensing the abortion pill. Eric, thanks for being on the show. Great to be with you on this really important topic. So, Eric, you're part of a coalition uh, that has uh, launched these uh, nationwide campaigns against Walgreens and CVS specifically. Uh, give us a little backstory here. The FDA made some changes in regards to the abortion pill. What's going on? Well, in, in, in classic form, the Biden administration, right before Christmas, decided to change the FDA rules uh, that uh, restricted the dispensing of RU46, mifepristone, the abortion drug, and its companion drug, misoprostol, this true drug cocktail that mm-hmm. is now used for over half of abortions. Medication abortions now account for more than half of all abortions. They decided that no longer would this have to be dispensed by the physician who had done the examination as had been re- required in the past. They've been loosening these lo- rules for many years. They finally right. decided that any pharmacy in the country can apply for a license to dispense this uh, true drug combo and um, become basically abortion facilities. And much to my surprise, um, though perhaps I was just being naive, Walgreens and CVS, the two major mm. pharmacies in America, decided to announce their uh, willingness to become abortion drug providers, to become abortion providers, essentially. Right. Um, and uh, that's disappointing. I would have thought they'd want to stay the heck out of the abortion issue. It's still pretty controversial. Maybe they've so. been confused by the backlash to the Roe v. Wade uh, reversal in the Dobbs v. Jackson decision. Maybe they think Americans gung-ho for abortion in a way that we know they aren't. You know, this is just a kind of momentary hangover from that right. uh, massive ruling. People still getting their heads around it. The dust is going to settle and the American people are still very largely uncomfortable with abortion and don't really want their local pharmacy to be an abortion facility. So yeah. we've so called let, for let, nationwide let, protests at these locations on February 4th. If you go to StopAbortionRx.com, you can sign on, find a local protest near you or, or lead, lead your own. So to make it clear, though, the, the, the abortion drug, that regimen, is not over the counter. They still need a prescription, right? That's right. There's a lot of confusion about this, and some of it is kind of our own fault as pro-lifers. We've spoken very sloppily about other compounds like Plan B, which is a, uh, a you know contraception that you're supposed to take after the, the actual act of sexual intercourse. Generally acts as a contraceptive, has a potential to act as an abortifacient, um, how often that really happens is a little unclear, but a lot of times we've talked about Plan B and Ella, these, these emergency no. contraceptive pills, as they're called, as if they are abortion drugs. They really aren't. Maybe they cause abortions, but this is completely different. This is a drug that's designed specifically 
and only to cause an abortion. Mifepristone was developed as an abortion drug by Russell Uclaff, if I've got the pronunciation correct, a French corporation. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's their you know, 486th drug. That's why it was called RU486 for so many years. Uh, Mifepristone is the, the more generic name. Uh, the way that drug works is that it cuts off progesterone in a woman's body. Progesterone is an essential uh, hormone to develop the, um, the, the uh, lining of the uterus such that the unborn child can survive uh, initially as a, as a multicellular embryo and then eventually in the amniotic sac as a fetus. The, the endometrium provides that nu- nutrition uh, for, the, for the placenta and for the child uh, to live off of. So mifepristone destroys the endometrium by withholding progesterone from the woman's body. Then misoprostol causes massive uterine contractions that expel the now dead baby from the body. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. the baby survives and women are, are passing a little wiggling embryo, which freaks them out, as you'd imagine. Um, very often, uh, whether the baby's alive or not, they see the baby. They see the tiny little embryo, tiny little fetus, depending on the developmental stage and it's extremely traumatizing for them so it's a horrific procedure very painful and uh, causing a lot of trauma but the abortion industry is pushing in that direction very hard so friends if you want to get involved in the protests you can go to stopabortionrx.com i'm talking to eric scheidler of the pro-life action league eric you know the the pro-life movement has been involved in boycotts and protests over the years of course we protest different pro-abortion events often, and I know you guys as well do that. But when it comes to corporations, you know, we have not been all that successful. I can speak specifically here when it comes to Sericycle, which we waged a campaign against Sericycle for several years. We got them to moderate their position a bit. uh, And we invested a lot of time and effort, and you joined us in that, Mm -hmm. uh, to get them to move a bit. But they are still, unfortunately, picking up, hauling uh, so-called medical waste from abortion clinics. That's been my experience. We're talking about huge corporations here, uh, CVS, Walgreens. You know, I think a lot of people, including myself, are, are skeptical mm-hmm. that we can change their behavior when it comes to this uh, becoming an abortion clinic, as you say. How do you address that? Because there are a lot of people saying, oh, you know, we're just this is why are we doing this? Yeah, well, for a couple of reasons. Um, yes, it's true. It's very hard to have a successful boycott of anything ever. And we've had many unsuccessful ones. We've had a couple successful ones. One I would point to is the American Girl Doll Corporation when they partnered with a yeah. firm called Girls Incorporated that was aggressively pro-abortion and pro-gay you know, marriage and all the rest of it, pushing girls in weird directions. Um, I, I could, we could go down the rabbit trail, that whole story. But long sure, story short, American a- Girl backed away from that partnership and had to kind of do damage control. Now American right. Girls promoting transgenderism. So God knows where that corporation's headed next. But right. that was very successful way back in 2005. We got them to quit that partnership. But of course, they only had at that time three stores, Chicago, mm-hmm. New York, and L.A. We went to the New York and Chicago ones with our protests. In fact, I'm not even sure the L.A. store was open then. So it was easy to target them and make them really feel the, the heat. You know, there are there are thousands of Walgreens and CVS locations, thousands of them across the country. Uh, We couldn't expect to protest at more than a handful of those. However, um, there are a couple other angles to this when it comes to Walgreens and CVS. Uh, The process for getting one of these licenses to actually dispense these drugs is pretty arduous. So we won't expect to see every pharmacy becoming an abortion facility and nothing close to that. 
so our protests can have the impact of convincing them well, you don't want to come here. I mean, if, if you go to a particular location of Walgreens and there's a protest there, they're not going to want to pick that as one of their abortion centers. All right. No. So we can knock out the ones that we go to. Um, we can convince them um, not to try to circumvent the laws of a state like Flint in Florida. Governor DeSantis has made it clear you dispense abortion drugs here, Walgreens or CVS. You're you're going to be criminally penalized for that, for breaking Florida law. So mm -hmm. there's that element to it. We're backing up those pro-life um, states, the legislatures and governors, if they want to get tough with, uh, right. with the pharmacies. Well, they're um, doing that in Ohio. As far as we can tell, the abortion pill cannot be dispensed at these pharmacies. That's not going to prevent some from uh, protesting them, which I think is fair because it's a corporation. It's across exactly. the board. We're encouraging people to protest <clears throat> in the pro-life states, you know, because they need to know. Pro-lifers care all over the country, not just, you know, we don't. Floridians and Ohioans care about abortion in, in, in Illinois mm. and in New York. Mm. We don't want mm. th those abortions taking place either. And, you know, Floridians are saying we don't want to shop at Walgreens anymore. People are telling us they're cutting ties and boycotting those stores. So do you guys, the coalition that is and others in the pro-life movement, have a long-term strategy I know it starts out with the protest, which is initially just drawing awareness to the problem, trying to get pressure focused on CVS and Walgreens and any other pharmacy that might think to do this as kind of a warning shot, if you will, over the bow of the, these corporations to say you don't want to go there. This is bad news for you guys. Uh, beyond the protests, which you know, as <laughs> you've been around long enough, as, and so have I, a lot of these don't last very long. I mean, yeah. and, and so what are you guys thinking about long term? Because I think that's going to be the key. Well, I think you're right. You know, we've got to have a long term sustained operation. And that includes boycotting, I think, sadly, um, yeah. which is tough to do. Uh, and it I think is. the boycott has been slow to get off the ground. That hasn't been our main focus. We're really focused on this public action. Uh, mm -hmm. I know that uh, Pat Mahoney from Christian Defense Coalition has been uh, putting together a, a boycott plan. And so I, we expect to see development in that area. And we'll be um, you know, kind of coming back to you with more news about that as, as things develop. I think we need to see what kind of reaction we get to the protests from the pro-life community, first of all. Um, something else to bear in mind about these protests, though, is that Walgreens and CVS aren't the only pharmacies. There's Walmart, there's Jewel Osco, there's Kroger. And mm. seeing protests at their competitors' stores may convince them to stay the heck out of it themselves. And so far, they have. We haven't seen Walmart make a big announcement or anything like that. So, so that's one of our goals as well, is to keep other companies from, from joining in as well. Because I think mostly, Mark, I think mostly what this is about is normalizing medication abortion. In practice, yeah. I don't think a lot of family physicians and OB-GYNs are going to want to write these scripts. They've never wanted to scrape out the uterus and kill an unborn baby. They've always mm -hmm. been willing to recommend that, but have someone else do the, the dirty deed. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why the abortion industry has such a hard time holding on to abortionists. They don't want to, doctors don't want to do it. Will they right. write the scripts? Maybe they'll be more likely to, but I think mostly you're still going to have people going to Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood wants to profit off these drugs. I think right. their, enthousi their enthusiasm for this is public and not really in their heart of hearts. I don't think they want that much abortion taking place anywhere else. Well, you know, corporations like this hate bad publicity. I mean, they survive on the good name of their their companies. And so anything you can do to put some shade on them yeah. is going to affect them. They'll be talking about this in their boardrooms. You yes. can bet on it. In and fact, I know I saw be... live action is actually going to be going to one of their I think it's one of their board meetings there in, in Los Angeles. 
uh, that Walgreens is having. I think those are the types of things that we have to begin to think about. As you know, we we pressured the CEO and the and the board of directors to Stericycle. These are the types of things that we've got to think about doing sustained yeah. over the next several years to try to beat this back. But beyond that, I mean, the abortion pill expansion, and you said it, that 50% or so of all abortions now are done through a chemical abortion. The pro-abortion movement is moving at light speed to increase that number. Yeah. They want to go there quickly. They realize that that, that brick-and-mortar facility, although they'll never go away as long as abortion is legal, they're, they're trying to move away from that to this new model, right? And so, you know, one thing that we struggle with in the pro-life movement is how do we respond to that? And that's really, it's been a difficult one. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's, a real, that's a really challenging problem. Um, it is. Be, because, you know, when, when there's an abortion facility, you can go inside what council there. You can pass yep. on literature. You can show pictures. You can have a direct right. impact. And they're all concentrated on the 600 and some locations around the country. Right. And even that has been a struggle for us. Yep. There are hundreds of abortion facilities that never see a pro-life activist from one year's end to the next. True. Despite all of our reputation for being out there all the time, you and I both know that there's a, <laughs> not a, true. a real lack of coverage out there. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yep. And that's how can we go to every Walgreens and CVS in the country and let women know that there's such a thing as abortion pill reversal? You know, right. we can we can flood the body with progesterone and save that baby. They're, they're not going to find that out like they will if they're going for a medication abortion to Planned Parenthood here in Aurora, where we're, we've got signs up, we've got literature to pass out. Yeah. Um, but I think a big part of it is for us to be willing to talk about the issue one-on-one -on -one with our friends and neighbors, because, mm -hmm. you know, there's this movement to shout your abortion. I only wish it were more successful because if women really did talk about their experience with medication abortion, it would turn other women away. It is an awful, awful experience. Right. We've monitored some of the testimonies on, on um, TikTok and Twitter and other places, and it's just a nightmare to undergo one of these. Yeah, agreed. And one of the things, you know, of course, our organization, yours as well, we use visuals and we use visuals primarily of surgical abortions. But as those decrease and pill abortions or chemical abortions increase, we don't have those types of visuals yet. I think, unfortunately, we're going to have more of them as women sadly deliver these babies in their own apartments or homes or even their own bathrooms. They're going to take photos and those are going to become, uh, you know, public. And we can use those, but I think it's not the same. And so fighting it the way we fought surgical abortion, we just don't have the same playbook. But I agree with you that the discussion is the same. Abortion is abortion. You're still taking the life of a human being, whether it's through a chemical or through surgical means. So it really comes down to talking to people, getting out and discussing this one-on-one uh, -on -one in the yeah. public square as well. And so... That doesn't change our mission. And well, we're working on this. You know, we've been upping our knowledge on medication abortion. We're working on a literature piece on, on medication abortion that people can pass out, good. put it at the back of church, hand to your friend or neighbor, make use that as a tool to have that conversation. So we have a lot of work to do as a movement to, you know, we've been so fixated on surgical abortion. It's time to recognize that we're on a, in a whole new landscape, post row right. and in this new medication land. Yep. And for good reason, we we focused on surgical abortions because that's what they you know, they were doing. That's what they were doing. My guest has been Eric Scheidler with the Pro-Life Action League. You can go to prolifeaction.org to find out more on their organization. 
And also, if you want to get involved in one of these uh, protests at CVS or Walgreens, you can go to StopAbortionRx.com, StopAbortionRx.com. The protests will be happening nationally across America in different cities uh, on February 4th. That's not long from here. I mean, it's like a week and a half uh, from today. So you can still uh, register and set up a uh, protest in your own city at your own Walgreens. So StopAbortion.com. Eric, thanks for being on the program. Thank you, Mark. Uh, it's always great to be with you and to, uh, to, to you know, commit ourselves again to this battle that's going to keep on going. Amen. Thanks, folks, for joining us. You're listening to your radio activist on the Mark Harrington Show. You can find out more by going to MarkHarringtonShow.com. Uh, we're on all the popular podcasting platforms and all the social media platforms. You can pick us up every week on those venues. God bless you. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember, America, to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to markharringtonshow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.